0: From the Financial Times in London, I'm Chris Nuttall and this is FT News. Will the UK still be a good place to do business after it leaves the European Union? This is a question worrying many policymakers as they draw up the UK's exit strategy. But they may take some comfort from signs that the tech industry has plans to expand in the UK, despite Brexit. Facebook says it will boost its British headcount by 50% next year to 1,500, while Google is hiring an extra 3,000 people. Both Amazon and Apple are taking up new lodgings in London over the next few years with room for expansion. At the same time, growing tech companies in the UK are moving into new headquarters and offices in the city, London's traditional financial centre. In the studio with me to discuss these encouraging trends for tech in Britain are Judith Evans, our property correspondent, and Madhu Meetamergia, European technology correspondent. Madhu Sadiq Khan, London's mayor, claims that London's tech scene is the envy of Europe open to talent, innovation and entrepreneurship from all four corners of the world. But is this openness endangered by Brexit and... What are tech companies saying to you about Brexit and how it will affect their ability to recruit talent?
1: Before the referendum, tech companies were overwhelmingly in favour of Remain because one of the most important things for growing for startups is access to talent, particularly from Europe since it's so easily accessible and there's a lot of skills, especially Eastern Europe. So they were very worried. But what I'm hearing now is more that actually investment continues to come in and UK companies are actually very attractive because of the state of the pound. And they're just sort of soldiering on. So there haven't been yet any major impacts on the industry. And also, as you said, Facebook and Google hiring means that it's a very encouraging sign for the entire hub.
0: I guess that kind of puts pressure on the government to keep the doors open in terms of allowing tech talents in or for them to recruit from wherever they want to within the European Union.
1: Exactly. And while we have really talented engineers, coders, etc. in Britain, I think with startups, it's a third of their workforce is international and even more for smaller companies that can't afford visas and things. They're dependent on Europe. So I think they're going to have to make concessions and allow them to access global talent if they're going to fill all these jobs.
0: How do the startups feel? Do they fear that there could be a kind of sucking up of all the best talent by these big companies?
1: I think Silicon Valley is a good precedent because they've obviously got the giants as well as a strong startup community. And of course, there is a lot of competition there for talent. Companies like Google and Facebook have come to Britain because they're trying to access talent they can't get in the US. So I think there definitely will be competition. But overall, what I'm hearing is that It's a good thing for startups as well, because they call them anchor companies. Once they're hiring, they actually become a magnet for talent internationally as well. So there will actually be more talented and skilled people coming to London that they hope they can poach eventually, or who will start their own companies.
0: And within Britain itself, do they feel that there's enough training and the universities are supplying enough graduates that can help in these situations?
1: No. So I was talking to Ross Shaw, who runs something called Tech London Advocates, which a lot of tech companies belong to. And it's sort of a lobbying organisation. And that's the thing he's most worried about. He says there are so many jobs, but we're not able to fill them with enough skilled people. And that's because we haven't focused on training our talent within Britain so separate to immigration, we actually need to put a lot of effort and money, or the government does, into training up even kids from really young age to be able to fill these highly technical jobs. Not just engineers, but even managing digital companies and kind of higher levels.
0: Judith, what does the property market tell us about how tax faring? It? We all know about Silicon Roundabout, but it seems to have gone beyond that there
2: has. I mean, one thing I would say is that landlords are absolutely desperate to win good tech companies to come and inhabit their office buildings, partly because other sectors that were once the great gets, like, say, banking, are shrinking these days, also because technology companies are seen as cool companies that will help to bring other firms to the same area. And in the light of this, actually, the big technology companies have sort of pioneered some areas of London where perhaps a large corporation wouldn't have thought to put their office even 10 or 15 years ago. For example, Google going up to King's Cross and Apple recently has said it will set up shop in Battersea, which is a huge boost for an area that just hasn't really been considered part of the sort of core London office territory. There's also been an interesting movement partly fuelled by that in rents, Rents in many other areas are catching up with or overtaking rents in the city, although still not as high as rents in the West End. And that in turn has prompted some technology and media and telecoms companies to look in the city despite its long history of being a financial district.
0: So that is the latest trend then, that the city is becoming the new destination.
2: Yes, Deliveroo has recently taken an office in the city, a place called Cannon Bridge, which was previously the London International Futures Exchange trading floor, which is a real sign of the times. And as Blackstone, the company behind the building, told me themselves, you know, if Deliveroo had existed five years ago, they probably wouldn't have looked here. And what's also interesting is that Blackstone are refitting the building and they wanted to make it the type of building that would appeal to a wider range of tenants. There's also been a number of smaller tech companies that have taken city offices this year. And I know the planners in the City of London Corporation are really delighted about that because that's something that they've been hoping would happen.
0: Is London still seen as affordable then? We've seen campaigns by cities like Berlin to attract tech companies to come to cheaper cities. But London still has a great appeal, obviously.
2: It does. I mean, by some metrics, it is the most expensive place for office space in the world, although there are different ways of measuring that. And it's also very expensive for housing, which is a big consideration for companies whose staff will need to find somewhere to live. But having said that, companies look at destinations very much in the round. You know, if somewhere has a nightmare regulatory regime for their sector or whatever that could really undermine the effects of cheap office space or if they don't think they'll ever be able to persuade the kind of staff they want to attract to move to a given place, then it doesn't really matter how cheap the offices are. So London is definitely expensive and I think various city bigwigs are very conscious that they need to not be complacent, that it can't rely on its status as a destination for tech and other industries. But on the other hand, I don't think we're going to wake up one morning and entire industries will have left.
0: So, matter overall, what's the picture? Have these fears of post-Brexit, the tech exodus, have they been overblown?
1: I would say it's not overblown because we're still in a middle period and lots of the people I talk to, VCs and seed investors, are saying, actually, Brexit hasn't happened yet. So, it's kind of like the calm before the storm. And there have been some cases of investments being pulled or put on pause. And, you know, we wrote a story out of Berlin with a couple of startups who decided to move headquarters out there. So, you know, there are some little spotty bits of evidence, but overall it's stable, I would say. But a lot of what happens next will depend on, you know, what happens with Brexit and whether these companies will continue to be able to attract talent from all over Europe as easily as they have been able to do so far.
0: Thank you, Madhu, Judith, and you can read more about these issues on ft.com slash tech. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a BB with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter.